0: And we are back. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the John Kumquat Corner. I am your host, John Kumquat, and on this show, we give you the deeds of the topics that we're going to be talking about every week on this show. Now, today's topic we're going to be talking about is private prisons. Now, if you've never listened to this podcast before, now, what we do on this podcast is we give you titillating topics. Now, a lot of times on shows, you'll see that the, the podcast will go veer to the left or the right. But we keep it right in the middle. Now we bring on guests each week, and uh, the guests—the guests may veer to the left or the right, but we try to keep them right down the middle. Now we brought three guests in to talk about private prisons. Our first guest we have is Shelby Townsend, who is a spokesperson for the United Correctional Solutions.
1: Oh, hi, John. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. And then we have Karen Southby, who is running for PTA.
2: I'm sorry. What was that?
0: Karen Southby. Karen. Oh, you're on. yeah.
2: That is my name. Yep. Yes.
0: And then we also have Trey, who is a former gang member, now part of the Yang Gang. Yo, check it. Thanks for having me back, John. Yang Gang. Now, today's topic is private prisons. Now, private prisons or for-profit prisons, now, it's a place where people are imprisoned by a third party that is contracted by the government agency. Now, private prison companies typically enter into a contractual agreement with governments that commit prisoners and then pay a per diem or a monthly rate, either for each prisoner in a facility or for each place available, whether occupied or not. Now, such com- contracts may be for the operation-only of facility or for design, construction, or operation. So there's been a lot of controversy with these private prisons, but we're going to get your takes on these. Starting with you, Shelby, mm. what is your take on private well, prisons? Well, you
1: know, John, uh, this is nothing new. Uh, the government has contracted private firms to assist with incarceration, the business of incarceration, uh, for more than a century, whether it's just parts of the, the, the feeding of the prisoners or the clothing of the prisoners, or the incarcerated persons, uh, but my my corporation, uh, United Con- Correctional Solutions, is is but one of the many private organizations that assist with the uh, the, the the incarcerated population of the United States, and you know. Incarceration costs the United States about $80 billion annually, uh, so private prisons like ourselves uh, assist with uh, that taxpayer burden, take that off of the average Joe, and put it into a, a more efficient, uh, operationally efficient, and I would argue humane uh, institution as well. Uh, we're also job creators. Uh, we we come into communities that may or may not have, uh, you know, thriving institutions or Industries and we increase the tax picks, we, we employ people in those areas and we create thriving communities.
0: What do you say to those people that say that private prisons are basically just cheap labor?
1: Well, prisoners, regardless of what kind of institution they are incarcerated incarcerated at, have a maximum uh, maximum wage and that might might sound sound a little little odd we typically talk about a minimum wage but there's a maximum wage and that's across the board you know that's not just uh, organizations like ours that's also in, in in public or government funded or taxpayer funded uh, prisons as well
0: okay now uh, this is a nice nice opening statement from you all right karen southby yeah what are your thoughts that's on that that's
2: my name this? Uh, private prisons. Uh, back in my day, when you had a private prison, it wasn't an actual prison. Uh, it was a, like a large castle, and in the back you'd have the boys pick cotton. Okay. Now, the boys picking cotton would uh, work in toil or the soil, oh, and they'd, they'd I... work deep into the fields, and then they'd bring it back and, and turn it into nice sweaters for the boys and girls who lived in the town. Now, okay. my father, Andrew Dufresne, he went to a private prison, and when he went in there, he went illegally, for he didn't commit any crime. You see, what happened was he got drunk one night, I, and he had a pistol in his okay, car. Okay, he right. was a um, banker.
0: I, 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 think you're, I think you're actually taught, given a plot to a really, really famous movie. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption, maybe?
2: No, maybe. my father was a banker, and he wasn't an actor. So he went to Shawshank, and he met a he met a, a nice brown man named Red.
0: All right, there we go. All right, so we're going to go to Trey. Uh, Trey. So I have some
3: experience this in this, personally. I spent 60 days locked up because I couldn't make bail because my former gang wasn't about that money like we are now, and I can tell you about the insides, how it really is ran. It is a for-profit. That means what I learned. They're just trying to make money off of
0: us. Okay, right. That's that's what the that's what the word on the street is, and that's. The big controversy behind it is that it's almost looked at as slave labor, if you will.
1: Uh, I I wouldn't go so far as slave labor. You know, we didn't create the criminal justice system. We're not the ones who are handing down these sentences. We're, we're, we're only taking care of uh, these, these persons who have, let's be real, committed acts of crime and violence against our communities and we provide safe and effective housing during their periods where they are serving out their sentences that have been doled out from the criminal justice system
2: you know back in the day when you went to prison you got a a couple couple nickels that were able to send to your family it was very nice especially for the kids who wanted candy i saved mine up for just candy and, and then uh, they would be able to write letters and they'd get books delivered. You know, my father, Andy Dufresne, started a library at his prison. And he said it was a very nice organization. He would teach boys, uh, young boys, uh, to get their high school GED. Now, how much are they making prisons nowadays? It must be astronomical with, with inflation and everything. It must be what? $20, $30 a day.
0: Uh, it's, it's actually probably less than that. Um, but you'll
1: religious. never know because these are private institutions that do not actually declare their profits. Which
0: kind of seems a little bit shady, you no? Know?
1: Yeah, well, I, I mean, could
3: tell you how much I made. How much did you make? Tray? 17 cents an hour.
0: 17 cents an hour. And
3: then I had to use that money to buy soap. Because I had to buy my own soap. They don't provide soap for you. Wow. So I had to work one day just to buy one bar of soap.
0: Wow.
2: You know, soap stone can be chiseled into tiny chess pieces. My father and little friend would make little tiny chess pieces and things out of stone. He was a, he was a stone carver, as they would say. And one day he, he realized, as he was chipping away at the wall, that a small piece came out. And you know what he did for the next 19 years?
0: Uh, let me guess. He chiseled a way through that wall and maybe hit, a, hit it behind a poster?
2: Did you know my father?
0: All right, Karen, we're going to go back to you.
2: Yes, uh, I'm talking right now.
0: Oh, sorry, Shelby, we're going to go back to you. Sorry. Sounds great.
2: What about yeah.
0: me, though? Well, we, we'll come back to you uh, later in the plot.
2: Okay, I'll have a word in between then.
0: Okay, Shelby. So what do you say about that 17 cents a day? I mean, an hour. 17 cents an hour. Like, how can you explain that? We're,
1: we're not here to try to make these people rich. <laughs> you know, this is not a ploy. We don't want people committing crimes so they can get a good job in prison. This is not a way to incentivize criminal activity. But
0: isn't prison a way of reform?
1: Cr- prison is a way of, I mean, there are, there are several goals that we have, of course. We, we want to, again, be very humane. Uh, to to our prison uh, population. We want to protect civilized society from these people while they are serving their time. Uh, we want to encourage people uh, to not commit crimes because they'll see that being in prison is not an ideal state. And if we were to pay people more, that could be an incentive than to be a criminal. Um, and then of course, we want to decrease recidivism and re-offensive. And I wanna say, private prisons actually have a better record of lowering recidivism than publicly funded prisons. So you're welcome.
0: So you're saying that, um, if I'm hearing this correctly, that you're afraid that if you were paying the prisoners more or their worth, that you're afraid that people may commit crimes purposely to get locked up.
1: Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Um, And I I will also say that there are large swaths of our economy as well as civil uh, roles that require and actually have been built upon that prison labor. Uh, Many of the manufacturers that you might go to, uh, Kmart, Whole Foods, Nintendo, Victoria's Secret, uh, many, many others. All of these organizations have actually used prison labor and then passed the savings on to you.
0: Oh, well, that's something I didn't know about. Trey, did you know about that?
3: Look, don't listen to this nonsense. Do you know who the Corrections Corporations of America is, who they are now? This is the oldest trick in the book. I hang out with a lot I've hung out with a lot of shady people, and this is what happens. You start a business like the Corrections Corporations of America, CCA, better known as. Things don't look good. What do you do? You change your name, title. You go to what? What do they call them now? Core Civic, because they do bad things. Do not listen. They mistreat. Uh, they they spend no money on mental health help or anything like actual recreational to get us back into these cities that we live in. We're not. No, this place is terrible, and all they care about is money. I would like the least. I would, at least, I would rather go to a government-owned one. I will never go to a private-based, for-profit prison so ever are, again.
0: So are there bidding wars between private and, uh, and government-funded prisons? Uh,
3: well, they, yeah, so basically what I found out, doing research while I had a lot of time on my hands, is that they make connections. They make promises to the government that we're going to save money. They don't save money, and instead, a place like Arizona they made a deal where they have, a, have to have a 97% capacity or they have to pay a fine if they don't keep at that. Oftentimes, uh, what I noticed is I wasn't even doing anything wrong and I'd get an infraction, so they have to make me stay there longer.
0: Oh, so they're just locking people up just to keep their prisons full just, for a month? Yes. Oh, so that's a whole, that's an entirely you know, different.
2: back uh, in the day, there was a man named Brooks. And he was locked up for so long, by the time they let him out, he was a very old man. This is what my father, Andy Dufresne, told me. Now, Brooks had worked at a, at a grocery store. He was a grocery boy. And he couldn't acclimate to city life. He hadn't seen a car since he was a young boy. I hope
0: nothing ever happened to
2: him. Well, he he committed suicide because he couldn't take it anymore. You see, the prison system is mentally challenging and taxing on the human that goes into it Uh you think that your tax dollars are are going to help your your federal funds and 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 the things that they do in the prisons making the clothes and everything is all willy-nilly but what does it do to the person who's making it you never think about that do you do you
1: Oh, I, I you're talking she's to me.
0: Talking, to, yeah. Oh, she's
2: uh, me, I think about
1: it all the time. You know, that's my job uh, as a spokesperson for United Correctional Solutions. I am embedded in these organizations. I speak with the incarcerated individuals firsthand, and everything I hear. You is Never top spoke notch. to
2: my father and little friend. It's because he's
1: a fictional character.
2: No, he was real. He went off and he he stole money from. From the prison the itself, yes. Yeah. No, I've seen.
1: I've, I've seen. I have TBS.
0: Yeah, I've, I've I've heard of your father's stories several times. Yep. I enjoy his story. I Afterward,
2: his story. he invested in multi-prisons, and his prison systems are actually the best in the country. They're privately owned, but he makes sure that each and every individual who's there is treated like a human being. They don't even have cells. They're all open. They're able to play ping pong. He got it from Sweden and Norway.
0: Okay, the plot has twisted. So, if you don't mind me asking Shelby, sure. would you be willing to um, let on how much your privately owned uh, prison takes in each year? <laughs> Just a, 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 a guess from a random number.
1: It's a very trivial oh, No. Absolutely not. It's, okay. Uh, oh, that, I okay. needed if, that. I needed that. Thank you. Okay.
0: Blink twice if it's over $50 million a year. Okay. All right. <laughs> I will tell you what the answer is to that. But You're a little flirt, aren't you? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. All right. So, Trey. Yeah. What would be, in your opinion, what would be the solution to get the privately owned prisons on the same path as the Uh, government run prisons
3: well obviously the people in charge you got to be good people and i don't know if that can be something that how do you set that up i don't know you have to have a good gang leader unless i trust my dude andrew yang if he wants to run him i'll trust him
0: does yang have a policy on the privately run prisons or do you
3: uh he's most just about ubi right now we're focused on ubi okay so uh i'm i'm more trying to look at uh what uh my fellow miss over here was saying about Norway and uh, how they're doing the prison systems. It's a lot nicer over there. Uh, You know, you put me on an Island or something where we're all together, but give me some space, man. I can't be in this hole.
1: I have yet to hear any argument in favor of, Uh, public prisons or government-funded prisons. All of the the issues that you're raising are just systemic, unfortunately, and we're working with our local leaders to try to address these, but again, I want to just say we are saving the American taxpayer billions and billions and billions of dollars a year, and we did not create this problem. You know, we are uh, tasked with housing more and more incarcerated individuals every single year, and it's hard work. You know, we're, We're really doing our best. To increase operational efficiency. You know
2: what I like to do in the evenings? Okay, oh goodness. I like to watch a good movie, smoke some reefer, okay. and do it illegally.
1: Is that is that how you
2: encode it? I don't have a legal card to smoke the reefer, but it does help with my arthritis. Now, if I were to go to jail, how long would my sentence be compared to compared to Comquat's friends? Hmm.
1: You would have to ask a judge about that. I am but a lowly spokesperson. Oh, let me tell you about that. Would I be making
2: panties in a prison for for girls who want to do the thong song? Potentially,
1: right. you know that is a very, very lucrative yep. for the prison system. Yep. Uh, Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm.
3: Victoria's Secret or like that Starbucks coffee cup coffee you're drinking yeah. right now mm-hmm. both those are related to the prison industry
1: yeah. both of those organizations have used uh, prison labor, that's true Whole Foods,
3: you got, your food, you got your apples cut up right there your
1: goat cheese, oh. your packaged goat cheese oh my gosh mm-hmm.
0: there's a lot that goes into private prisons that you don't really know about
1: no, they don't talk about these
2: things why I are they not getting money. paid but a full wage you know at Popeyes they make between 7 and $11 an hour a manager makes about thirteen dollars an hour now. With all this chicken craze, the chicken sandwich, you would think that they would be able to raise their rates because Popeyes makes a lot of money. Well, but they a don't. A lot of
0: people are going to these privately funded prisons because of that chicken sandwich. Because they're acting outside of like out of their minds. So, uh, bring one of those people on if you.
1: Karen, Karen, do you, do you enjoy shopping at Costco?
2: I haven't been to Costco since my daughter Sophia. She calls herself Sophie, but not in my house. Sophia would take me to a Costco, but I wouldn't go in because I know the dirty Walmart people own it.
1: Oh, well, not actually. Walmart is Sam's Club, but same sort of thing because actually both Walmart... I get
2: my food and grocery from a local butcher, Joe. I've known him for several years. And then I like to go to the farmer's market. There's a really nice young lady. Her name is Tiffany. Now, Tiffany works with her father at a farm, and they bring over fresh milk and fresh vegetables. It's not year-round, but they do the best that they can. It sounds very idyllic. And then Tiffany slides me a package of reefer underneath the table and says, you have a good one. Karen and I say, oh, I, I think I will. And I always have to smell it. Sometimes it's a purple kush. Sometimes it's something a little more acidic and you know it's really gonna hit the spot.
1: And then you, you smoke that up. You turn on the TV, you watch a little Shawshank Redemption. and I don't you en- know what that en- is. And encode that into your own no, memories. Your, your
0: home movies. Yeah, your, home
1: your movies. Home, home yes.
2: movies. No, I, I don't like prison movies. It reminds me of my father. Of course, yeah, of course it does. Yeah, so yeah. Well,
1: not everybody has, you know, the, the luxury of knowing their butcher or going to a farmer's market. Many people do shop at Walmart and Costco, and those organizations as well have used prison labor, and then, again, pass the savings on to you, the American public.
0: But do you pay any uh, taxes?
1: Oh, our private prisons? Yes, Yes. of course we pay taxes, and that's one of the other ways that we benefit our local communities. We increase that tax base. We give jobs to local community members. They, in turn, are able to send that through their communities. So, really, I don't know why you guys just aren't thanking me right now.
2: Do they kill themselves in prison because they have such terrible labor laws and they don't want to be making the panties.
1: We don't release any of that data to the
2: public. I just think that's a sad way to live, to go and spend 20 years stitching up a panty.
1: Well, they probably shouldn't have committed crimes then.
0: Well, not everyone in prison has committed crimes, though. Exactly. There are some people. My that father, were Andy and
2: Dufresne, was very innocent.
0: Oh, that's yeah.
2: Look, we look, found look, look, that
3: look. out. I wasn't guilty. I just couldn't afford bail. All right. Many of us couldn't afford bail. We're stuck in there because of the system of the way it is.
1: The bail bond system. I would agree with you. It's 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 pretty punitive. Um, but again, I think your your issues are with the criminal justice system, not us. We are but the contractors. Oh, how We're just a, trying to get the job done. I've Nobody a, else wants to do it.
3: I've learned a lot of things while I was in the inside. And as soon as I got out and I realized Trump was not going to get elected, I invested a ton of money because you can in the stock market into these companies. And I've over doubled made my money of what I invested.
1: Congratulations since Trey. No, I'm
3: not happy about that. So I just you, knew the game.
0: Yeah, so you're making money uh, based on people being arrested for various crimes.
3: I need to get, get the money. Crimes. I need to make the money, so I have to make smart investments. It is a game. Capitalism is a game out
1: there. Have
2: you ever thought of giving that money back to people who couldn't afford bills, so that way you're giving back to the community, which you had come from yourself? Yeah, see, mm. Trey,
1: you have some responsibility that for your own the there.
0: That is the plan. That's
1: the plan. Oh, now it's the plan. I see. No. Was, were, were
3: you already going to do that, or no, how long I, have you... Long? I'm trying to build my investments up, get my money, so I can then go mm-hmm. back to my community and how, give back. How much have you saved up so far? Uh... I don't want to know, that. people can't know that. Sorry, okay. man, that's a little okay, personal. That's,
0: that's, that's fine. That's okay, all right. Uh, but another blink, thing I want to point twice out. twice if you've made over $500,000 from this. Oh, oh, okay.
2: See. How much money would it cost to, to free these people or give them all the bail, say, in a given month? how much money would that be uh, So
1: Karen just wants us to let everybody go. That's Karen's uh-huh. solution.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: well, she has a she has stake in the game. Her father mm-hmm. spent a lot of time Oh
1: yes. I'm just curious wink, wink.
2: how how much would it cost?
1: I don't think we've run those numbers because it's not a realistic I scenario. I guess admit how about
3: we talk about the time that uh, we find out that these judges are being paid off, uh, bribed, a couple judges, $2 million in order to send them more people to lock them up. Really? Yes.
0: Is there evidence of this?
3: Uh, yes. Uh, I don't have that on me, but it's definitely out there. If you Google, I'm sure judges getting $2 million from private well, prison
0: systems, yeah, you sure could find it. I'm sure that there's a lot of...
3: Yes, Shady we should, we should all believe
1: on. everything we read on the internet, <laughs> clearly. I mean, there are
0: some things that are correct on uh-huh. the internet. It's, you know, the people that... You have whistleblowers everywhere. hmm So, there, I mean, it's... I don't think that everything is cut and dry to where, you know, private prisons are, you know, the best thing running, which I, you're basically making money off incarceration. You're making Somebody's money off taking gotta, their, You taking know, it's
1: either we make money or the American taxpayers lose money. Which which do you want?
2: I would be okay with losing uh, some money. You know, I I inherited quite a, a large sum from my uncle Warbucks.
0: Oh, your uncle Warbucks?
2: Yes, my uncle Warbucks.
0: Was his first name Daddy?
2: Well, my my cousin Annie would call him Daddy, okay. but he was Uncle Warbucks to the rest of us.
0: That's 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 nice Karen. All right, so we're going to get a final thought from each one of you on this issue of private prisons. We're going to start over here with Trey.
3: Yeah, um, there's a lot of, lot to be fixed. Uh, I came from the inside. I would like to help Andrew Yang if this is something that he wants to tackle once he becomes president 2020. I have a lot of inside information. I have a lot of ideas. Uh, first of all, we got to get these corporations out of there. Or at least pay some decency wages. You know, 17 cents. I couldn't make any. I could barely keep myself clean, and get myself a honey bun. And honey buns are a lot out there in the commissionary. If you don't know about that, so if you have a loved one locked up, send them some honey buns. Uh, they'll be king of that place.
0: So they they do. Uh, so they they. They hike up the prices in prisons. Oh, it's ridiculous! It's ridiculous. Yes. But they hike up the prisons, but pay—they hike up the the prices for commissary, but pay less. Yeah, exactly. And, and then also,
3: I can't even make a phone call without spending ten dollars for a two minute call. It's—I mean—it makes absolutely no sense what these corporations are doing. Um, Yang Gang, twenty twenty.
0: All right, Karen Southby, your uh, final take or uh, plot synopsis.
2: I... Over the years, human beings uh, have been proven to be not completely 100% morale or, or bad. We're, we're human because that that's what we're called. We're somewhere in the middle. And I think that we just need a few voices to stand up and say that this is wrong. And I'm looking at my checkbook. Would a 100 million be okay for the bail situation? Would that help out some of the young boys and girls who... Who didn't have good parental figures helping them to to get out of this 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 panty raid?
0: Are you asking me if you could pay me a hundred million dollars? Who
2: would her? I write the check out to? It's one hundred million. Okay. Karen Sothby uh, I'm making a note here that it's for for the boys and girls not to make the panties. Who would I send this over to? You could uh, feel... You could, just, you could, you just, could set just,
0: just sure. it to me. It's just Just write it to cash and slide it over. All right, uh... Shelby, yes. your final thought on this topic of private prisons.
1: You know, our, our criminal justice system is very complicated, and, you know, you have people in play, and we here at UCS uh, do everything in our power to make that a righteously efficient and humane system, uh, protecting our communities and strengthening our communities as well as job creators. Uh, we are also protecting... Uh, our our natural resources. uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of the California wildfires right now, but our incarcerated populace is actually fighting those back. You're very welcome. And I'm very excited to announce uh, our next... Uh, Endeavor, which is a swath of immigrant detention facilities that are opening up uh, across the southern border. So keep an eye out. And Garen, if if you're looking to uh, invest that $100 million, I could turn a pretty profit for you. So we should talk after this. I don't want to profit
2: from the money. I just want to help people because I'm not a bastard.
0: That's how I made my money. All right, and with that, we are going to close this topic of private prisons. You have been listening to the Kumquat Corner. I am your host, John Kumquat. We're going to thank our guests again for coming by. Shelby Townsend.
1: Mm, Thank you, John.
0: Karen Softby.
2: Yes, what do you need?
0: And Trey. Mm. Yo, check it. Thanks, John. So thanks for listening and come back again for another episode where we're going to give you another titillating topic that we'll give you our, our opinions and bias or unbiased on on the Kumquat Corner